0: okay are you ready
1: yes are you for what
0: (laughs) hi oh hello i'm big and i'm white (laughs) and together we are big and white and you are listening to the Big and White Podcast, a podcast where we explore what it means to be a foreigner in Asia, even though we're not in Asia. When you listen to this episode,
1: that's right. We're recording this in Nepal, but by the time you hear this, we will be in America. You're a grand old flag. I fly. fly.
0: <laughs> well, that podcast episode is over. <laughs> Nowhere to go from here.
1: Um, yeah, we are pre-recording this, but we are about to get on a plane in, like, what, 48 hours? Yeah. Which feels so weird, you guys. You may not know this, but we've been stuck in Kamandu for (laughs) (laughs) the whole year, except for one short little trip that we got to take, which was such a blessing. It was. Um, But yeah, we're leaving Nepal for a while and it, I don't believe it, honestly. Like I'm kind of stressed for other reasons, but I just, it's like when I try to think about being in another country, my brain shuts down.
0: Me too. (laughs) It's like, like, it's a really confusing thing to look forward to. Yeah. That it both feels like it's too soon and too far away yes exactly
1: (laughs) i'm like i need another month at least why am i not there yet (laughs) i think it's because being in limbo is not fun no and that's what we're like in that weird limbo right now it's like well we're leaving but we're not left so yeah but i don't know i'm like i'm sad to leave Mm -hmm. but the last couple days there has been this terrible pollution. I don't know what happened. The AQI went from like 120 to 300. Yeah. In one day. You guys, when it's at 300 on the app, there's a picture of someone wearing like a World War 1 gas mask. Yes. <laughs> That's how bad it is here right now. You can and like And 300 was the morning
0: yesterday. Yeah. It peaked at in the middle of the night at
1: 600. Oh my god that's like on ring road right yeah yeah i don't know what is going on yeah but i decided it's the universe helping us leave nepal and not be sad (laughs) like
0: please get us out of here like seriously i mean honestly it kind of came at a perfect time if any such time can come because a few days ago, we were up on the Valley Rim, could yeah. see the entire mountain range, yeah. could see Everest. It was... And Everest is far away. It's, it's hard very, to see. It's very far away. And yesterday, I couldn't see the tree that is a block from my house.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah!
0: We could taste the air. Yeah. It didn't taste good. It didn't. No. No. I feel
1: like I should smoke a cigarette so that I'm breathing cleaner air through the filter.
0: I was thinking actually like because as you guys know, we're used to wearing masks in Kathmandu. Mm -hmm. But it used to be that the masks we would wear were for the pollution. Right. And I think for most of us. Because we have to wear a mask all the time, we've given up on those kind of masks because you can't breathe very well at all in them. Oh, you mean like the
1: kind of masks we used to wear that were good for pollution. Right. I yeah. see. Okay.
0: They're very thick. They have really small filters. You know, like it's intentionally hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. And whereas like the N95 masks or like the cloth masks, they're a lot easier to breathe in. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't wear my air pollution mask anymore, right. and I should because right. you're not supposed to go outside if the air pollution's that bad. Oh my gosh! And I went like uh, running yesterday, what and I was like, thinking? I shouldn't be doing this. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: you know I have an air purifier next to my bed, and I usually just leave it on auto. You know, <laughs> last <laughs> night I woke up and it was like. <gasps> like working so hard <laughs> like oh sweetie calm down <laughs> i had to turn it down to low so I could go sleep. oh my god oh man yeah that's yeah. rough but besides that mm-hmm. you know we're packing and preparing ourselves and yeah. just getting ready to get on a plane remember when we used to get on planes like all the time
0: not really remember
1: that remember when that was our life <laughs> yeah
0: That was a year ago. Yeah. I came back to Nepal in January, and it's January again. True.
1: That's how time works. That is how time works. (laughs) It took COVID for me to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know January to January is one year? Anyone? (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway,
1: but um, in case you guys haven't listened to the last couple episodes – don't worry, never fear. We are continuing the podcast for a little while from yep. America. So we'll keep talking about how much we love and miss Nepal, mm-hmm. how expensive Dalba is in mm-hmm. America. Yes, yes. And how hard it is to transition to a new culture. Yep. Yay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of transitioning and all of that. Do you want to tell the listeners what we're going to talk about in this episode? Yeah, so because it's the beginning of a new year and
0: because we are in the midst of a pretty big transition ourselves, we thought this would be the perfect time to do a little debrief episode.
1: Yeah, so this episode will be a little bit more serious, a little bit more intense. Not going to lie, I just edited the last episode that we recorded and it was a lot. (laughs) It was, dare I say, frenetic. (laughs) Dare I say, shrill? Oh, shrill? (laughs) There's a lot of laughing, Uh. delightedly, but... You might want to keep the volume down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. So guys. if you just listen to that one, this one is gonna be a lot more chill. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs>
0: it's too late now. Half of our listeners are dead. <laughs> they don't know what we're saying. They can't hear our apologies. It's
1: like after you go to a club and your ears are just like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah. You know, we like to mix it up here in Big and White. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Anyway, so we have a few questions that we've compiled. I actually was able to meet with a counselor a few months ago as part of my like transitioning out of Nepal. And these are some of the questions that uh, she asked me. So I got permission from her to use them. Um, feel free to use this as an excuse to think about the past Year or season of your life. Yeah. Um, We will make these questions available to you later on, too. So don't even worry. You don't need to, like, jot things down as we're... Talking. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> I know. Whenever I'm listening to a podcast and they like, I want to write stuff down, and then they're like, you can find this all at our website. I'm like, yes. Because yeah, I always listen to
0: podcasts when I'm like walking or something. Right. I'm like I'm like never washing dishes. You're
1: like, I can't take notes right now. I just
0: can't. It's like, who just sits at home and like sits on their sofa and listens to a podcast? Attentively
1: with a notebook. Like, okay. <laughs> What's next?
0: We don't have that kind of podcast. So we don't expect that of our listeners. <laughs> If you are taking notes, that's a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Unless it's like about language learning or something. Right. That's kind of our specialty. Top
1: 10 things yeah. to do in Chem or something. Yes. I anyway. don't know. It's still weird. <laughs> anyway.
0: We keep alienating our listeners. First, we deafened them. Now
1: we're like, you're an idiot. Sorry. No. Or a nerd. One of the two. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yes. Um, good. Okay, what do we do okay, now? <laughs> that was a lot of like weird caveats.
0: You guys, we're leaving the country in two days. Please forgive us. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yeah, that's a good um excuse for almost anything.
0: I tell you what. <laughs> it's an excuse, but it doesn't fix the problem. So <laughs> Okay. Um actually should we start talking about our New Year's resolutions?
1: I mean, sure.
0: (laughs) I remember talking about our New Year's resolutions on the podcast. Like, I remember talking about, like, I
1: wanted to learn how to drive a motorcycle and stuff like that.
0: Like, that was like yesterday.
1: Yeah, that does feel like recent. I know. That's why I wanted to talk about how, like, if we did the ones from last year, because I know that we did them. We talked about them on the podcast before. So, um, wait, how did you do with your New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Did you succeed Mm. or did you fail? There's only two options.
0: Yeah. uh, I succeeded at the things that I had control over.
1: Oh, well, that checks out. (laughs)
0: Um, I love New Year's resolutions. I love thinking about the previous year, what I've done, (laughs) what I can do. I love new beginnings. I know. Um,
1: You're so weird.
0: Anyway, let's talk about... The things – so some of the things that I said I would do, like my number one thing was that I wanted to figure out what I would do next after I moved out of Nepal. Mm. That I failed at. Yes. I have even less ideas than I did (laughs) at the beginning of the year. There are somehow more options. I don't know. That is weird, but okay. I'll take it. Yeah, it's really difficult. (laughs) I also – I also set a goal to go to a new country. <laughs> I thought I was going to go to Norway and like, you know, go into Europe more. We were going to go to Vietnam. Yeah. Remember we were going to do a motorcycle trip in Oh, Vietnam. I remember. <laughs> that didn't happen, but that was out of my control. True. I I usually set a goal of reading more and watching shows less. Mm-hmm. This year I think that I did pretty well at that. I read a lot more nonfiction books. I kind of have a habit now of reading nonfiction every day and, um, you know, stuff like that. Pretty proud of that. I wanted to read all of the books on my shelf before I had to give them all away. I pretty much did that. You did? Yeah.
1: Whoa. Minus like two. I'm impressed.
0: Um, I also had a goal of recording a one second video of a snippet of my day every day for did 2020, you do every single day I did every single day. Wow! I actually, maybe I missed like one. Oh man! Yeah,
1: that's impressive.
0: Yeah, there's an app. I think it's called One Second a Day or something like that. Mm, creative name. I know. Um, That's cool. I recommend that. And lastly, I kind of learned how to
1: ride a motorbike. Yeah, you were you had some good momentum. I yeah. feel like you're at a point now where all you need is to just practice. Yeah. Like you know the basics, you just need to like kind of turn it into muscle yeah. memory, right? I've changed gears.
0: Yeah, girl. I've gone into second gear and back down. Wow. Which is all you need for Nepal, right? That's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I ever get into fourth gear, I'm like, huh, dang, now we're cooking. Oh, so man. yeah. Oh. That's and nice. I got some like pull ups and chin
0: ups. Yeah. That girl, was a goal this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud. Yeah. You did a lot. I actually did. I'm pretty proud of myself for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, I feel like I should retroactively make goals of things that I actually did oh, because the smart. goals that
0: I had did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you write something in your to-do list to cross
1: it out. Yes. I do that all yeah. the time. You got to. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating, um. Yeah, I. My main New Year's resolution that I can recall was learning to make a fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did not once try to make a fire this year. <laughs> Where would you have made a fire? I don't on your roof, I guess, <laughs> in a pot hmm. potentially. Yeah, but anyway, I am going to get a chance to work on that right now as you guys are listening yes. to the podcast because we're going to our friend's house and she has a fireplace. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try that every day. Yeah. So I just transferred that goal when you're forward. Yeah. It works. works. Yeah. Right? Another thing that I did do very successfully was I I have the Goodreads app. Mm. If you guys haven't used this, I'm obsessed. It you can track everything that you read on there and you can like give it ratings and stuff. And they have a thing where you can set a goal for the number of books you want to read in a year. And last year, I set a super ambitious goal (laughs) because like the year before, I think I read 32 books. And I was like, this year, I'm going to read 40 books. Mm -hmm. Like that feels like a lot. I don't know if it's going to (laughs) happen. Had a lot of downtime last year. Maybe not going to have as much time to read this year. (laughs) Boom. COVID. I read 54 books. Holy goodness. That's a lot of books. That's
0: more than one book a week. Yeah. And you don't read like little flimsy books either. I don't.
1: Two of those books were more than a thousand pages. <laughs> <laughs> I have my stats here. Let's see. Oh, stats. I yeah. love stats. Stats are the best. I read seventeen thousand six hundred and forty nine pages. Um the longest book I read was one thousand and twelve pages. That's a lot of pages. The average book length was three twenty six. The most popular book I read was Animal Farm. <laughs> That's what happens when you read a book that I went out to read in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see.
0: This is not a good year for Animal Farm. I know. Oh. <laughs>
1: or it is a good year for Animal Farm. Yeah, actually, Ooh. I forgot because I read that book in like high school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like not subtle. <laughs> you know? highly recommended love a good orwell at any time oh um okay so you know we did okay this year Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what's coming up um well
0: this year my main goal is that i want to spend a lot of my energy on my family Mm. i haven't gotten to like really spend time with a lot of them for you know, since I've lived in Nepal, and who knows where I'll end up in the next year. So I'm fairly certain I'll be in the U.S. for this year. I'm really excited. I have five siblings. That's a lot of siblings. So there's plenty of energy to be poured into. Yeah, you had a lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying
1: to focus on family.
0: Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I still have the goal of figuring out what I want to do with my future. Mm, yes. Um, yeah.
1: One step at a time.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to get a better handstand. Yeah, girl.
1: Your handstand's getting really good. Yeah. I now just... you just need to not be afraid to fall down. Yes. So get some grass maybe. Okay. Better than concrete. Yeah. Highly recommended. That seems doable. <laughs> In Since Arkansas. you'll be living on a farm potentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably a patch or two.
0: And I'm looking forward to going to some areas of the US that I haven't been before.
1: Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're so positive. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling so negative this week. But <laughs> oh. basically what I wrote was like be okay with horribleness. No, I'm, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> um, I'm really going to copy you though and say that I'm also going to put energy into family this yeah. year. Because I'm going to LA where I haven't lived since I was 18. Mm-hmm. And so I'll get to spend some time with my parentals and mm-hmm. brother, but also most of my extended family lives in Southern California mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, it'll be good to chill out with them and kind of, I mean, COVID's a weird time. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll get to explore LA, how LA normally isn't. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I actually, here's my goal. I want to hike in LA. Yeah. Because when I was growing up there, hiking was not very popular. Mm-hmm. Like, people just didn't do it very much. You know, car culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now it's getting to be like this big thing. One of my friends who lives in a pretty cityish part of LA is always posting all these really cool hikes. Mm. So, like, you know, great California shrubbery, whatever, and a view of like downtown LA. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Sir. So, yeah, hiking in LA, mm-hmm. family. And I'm also trying to just practice like, This is going to sound super dorky, but (laughs) inner peace. (laughs) But, like, lately I've been stressing so much about, like, what's going to happen. And normally I don't do that. And I was trying to figure out why. And I think it's because it feels so out of my control, you know? Like, I'm afraid that even if I do everything right, it still will go wrong. Mm. So I'm just trying to accept, like, you know, I can do the best that I can and whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. Yeah. and like, be good with that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's even hard to just say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Those so. are good goals. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They seem doable. Mm-hmm. Less ambitious than learning to start a fire. <laughs> no.
0: At least you can knock
1: that one out right away. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> Okay, well, now that we have planned our lives, yeah, let's look back, shall we? That was my
0: backwards time machine. <laughs> I can feel the difference.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to, what year did you move here? 2017. Welcome to 2017. Wow. How does it feel? Oh, there's a lot of crap coming up for you <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I don't like it take us back <sighs> um,
0: <sighs> retrospect is one thing but yeah <laughs> time machine is another
1: i saw a tweet that someone made in like 2016 and it was like just so you know or she was po- reposting her own tweet I made the joke first <laughs> and the tweet was when we get to 2021 hindsight will literally be 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so we got all the hindsight now. Yeah, we do.
0: Okay. Can we go in any order? This is like the order that they came in.
1: So, yeah, whatever you want to do, man. Okay. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Okay. Just drive the old car, take the reins. I can't think of another what metaphor. What kind of a car is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're the quarter best.
1: You're wearing the pants. Um. (laughs) Anyway, go
0: ahead. Oh, no. Now we have to talk about serious stuff.
1: (laughs) Kind of mix it up a little bit. A little bit. Yeah.
0: Keep it fresh.
1: That's right. Whiplash. Yeah. I love a good whiplash. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. So first, we're talking about purposes. Mm. So um, the first question is – this isn't a question. I I know my grammar. Just bear with
1: me. (laughs) (laughs) The first statement.
0: Okay. So assess your accomplishment of the purposes for going to Nepal, in
1: case you're wondering, that you
0: established (laughs) for yourself. What objectives were you able to accomplish
1: I want you to go first because I don't have a very good answer.
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're thinking in terms of our whole experiences in Nepal. Um, So I think when I was planning on coming to Nepal, one of the main reasons that I decided to come here was just because I – Really love linguistics. I had just graduated with a bachelor's in linguistics. Um, I had just written a really nerdy thesis in very theoretical linguistics and presented at a conference. Whatever. I was at the height of my nerdiness. I have, <laughs> I have come down since then. Peak nerd, actually. Um, anyway, so I wanted to do something that was meaningful in terms of linguistics. Something that I really, really mm. loved. Yeah. So in, that was like a main purpose. I wanted to do something useful with an interest in linguistics. I think like just now I can say that I've accomplished that purpose. Hmm. Like I think that, you know, I've been working as a field linguist here for three years because the first year was all language learning pretty much. And so for those three years, I was working like, you know, lots of field work, lots of work. Like it was a regular, regular hours Mm -hmm. job, right? Like full time. What did I do during those hours? I don't even know. I just kind of was (laughs) like, I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm writing up my research. I'm doing this. I'm making these contacts. I'm writing research questions. And I just kind of felt a little bit like lost
1: in In a sandstorm kind of feeling. (laughs) In the mire, yeah. Yeah. Can't see the forest for the trees kind of thing.
0: So just in the last few months, like with leaving, then I've been wrapping everything up. I um, published my findings. I've presented them to the community, um, given them to like other organizations, you know, like national organizations who are interested in what? language communities are doing in Nepal Mm. and that kind of like actually brought my purpose to light again and it had been so long since I felt like I was doing something meaningful Mm. so
1: yeah that's
0: amazing I'm really happy that it finally Has come kind of full circle.
1: And that you got to do it before you left. Yeah. What if you had had to leave and you weren't able to do it?
0: Yeah, right. Or like when we felt real crappy during Corona and we were like, I cannot be stuck in a one block radius anymore. I have to go home. Yeah. But then I was like, no, I can't go home. I have stuff to do. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so I came here for a reason.
0: I'm really thankful for that. That's great. So stick with it. People. yeah, That's a good lesson for myself, too. Yeah. Absolutely. If you you agree to do something, finish it out. Yeah. It'll be worth it. It is worth it. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I mean, I think I kind of came here for similar reasons to you since, you know, we're here doing similar things. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, though, I think I also came because I love linguistics and I wanted to do you know, work for a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. do something service-oriented for other people. But I think I didn't really know what that would be. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, my work's going to totally, like, help people out, whatever. (laughs) And it has, in a big picture way, you know, kind of in the way that I expected, like, Mm -hmm. oh, helping them identify their language and, like, maybe get government recognition or whatever. But I think for me, like – I guess I would say what I did accomplish that maybe I didn't realize or what it would look like was just how we get to connect with people so Mm -hmm. much for our work, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just a really small scale thing. Just like going and hanging out with people in villages and talking with them. That's one of my favorite parts of our job, you know, like interviewing these little old ladies or like. You know, being encouraging to maybe women who feel like their opinions don't matter Mm -hmm. or just, yeah, hanging out with people. And, like, I didn't think, oh, me interviewing someone, that's going to be my (laughs) service to them. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I feel like, yeah, I accomplished my goal of, like, kind of being a blessing to other people Mm -hmm. in a way that I never expected. Yeah, man. It really is all of those ways that you like you
0: don't know what you're supposed to prepare yourself for.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's too unknown to like really know what it will be. So. Yeah. Speaking of
0: which, our next question is what objectives were you unable to accomplish?
1: <laughs> um, I've definitely talked about this on the podcast before and you probably have too. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I did it. I haven't made I didn't. It's like my life is over. So far, I haven't made as much progress with Nepali language learning as I would like. Mm -hmm. Like I hit kind of like a bare minimum that like, oh, I can function well enough at this amount. And I never went above that. And it would have been nice (laughs) (laughs) to keep improving.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. I think that's most of what I...
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to change going forward. And I think for me, like, intertwined with that is having more Nepali friends mm-hmm. that are, like, peers, right. you know? Like, I have relationships with Nepalis, but just, like, actual friends. <laughs> Shocking, I know. Um, yeah. but I mean, language is about communicating, which is about relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's all wrapped up into one ball yeah mm, i don't know that metaphor got weird (laughs) (laughs) the
0: old ball metaphor (laughs) oh wrapped up in a ball
1: (laughs) no i totally
0: totally agree with that learn from us
1: yes don't make our same mistakes (laughs) also future us if you listen to this don't make our same mistakes (laughs)
0: Also, stop listening to yourself.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Don't it's do narcissistic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what were the highlights of your time?
1: I feel like it's hard to pick, like, highlights of six years of my life. I know. You know? <laughs> that's why it's so important to do it. Uh, I don't like doing things that are hard. <laughs> um, I will say I just absolutely love the pace of life here Mm -hmm. and I think for me not only is that one of my favorite things about living here I think it's something that I have really learned that I want to take away from my time here if I move away permanently Mm -hmm. you know I mean I've always valued that but I think actually living in it for so long has really taught me how to do it yeah you know I think back to how I lived when I was in the U.S. or how I see my friends living Mm -hmm. and it's just like your schedule is completely full, you spend all your time at work or commuting, you hardly have any time with family, or if you do, it's, like, organized events, Mm -hmm. you know? It's, like, I absolutely love how our pace of life here is, you know, like, me texting White, like, yo, have you eaten dinner yet? Yeah. You want to come over right now and (laughs) eat dinner? (laughs) And she's at my house in eight minutes. Yeah. Like, That doesn't happen.
0: That's like if I take a shower first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which she never does. You guys, it's a problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) New resolution of 2021.
1: Actually, shower. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, there's so many other things that I could say. Like, I love having so many expat friends from so Mm -hmm. many different countries. Like, I've learned so much about the world. And about culture and about myself and about how to be friends with people that are really different from you. Yeah. You know? Like that's incredible too. And I think the other thing that I would say as a highlight is just that we have gotten to go to some really cool places mm-hmm. in Nepal. Like, I mean, for vacation, I've gone to some really cool places, trekking and stuff. Yeah. But for our work, we get to go to these places that no one else would go to. Yeah. Unless you live there. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to go there. So, yeah, I'm just, like, so happy talking (laughs) about these things. I love my life. (laughs) Yeah, what about you? What are some highlights? Yeah, I hadn't really
0: thought about, like, that aspect of, like, traveling within Nepal. But... I think one of the highlights for me, like, within our work has been, like, because when we go on field work, we always bring a speaker of that language that we're researching, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, an inside person. And it's really, re- like, one of my favorite things is when you bring someone. And usually the person or, like, for my research, um, my guide We got to know really well because we traveled a lot with her. Right. We went on several different trips. Yeah. And she loves her language um, and loves to hold like programs and build up, you know, preserve her language, talk about its importance. Anyway, we got to take her to quite a few places where her language is spoken that she hasn't ever gotten to go before. Right. Yeah. And like seeing her connect with a culture like seeing like talking to young people who speak the language she like gets out her little copy book and like starts taking notes about like the differences in the yeah. language and like that's really cool yeah that's beyond kind of like the scope of our research mm. but a really important and really exciting aspect of yeah. it i think um yeah i also agree like I think all of the diverse kinds of people that we get to meet. And mm-hmm. we're talking like both with, yeah, like the other expats who, I mean, I we have friends all over the world now. I know. That's it's crazy. Amazing. I'm from a tiny town in Arkansas yeah. with a population of 700. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it just blows my mind that I'm allowed to live this life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it's not what's expected of me. right? And yeah. also, like... No one else here has ever met somebody from Arkansas.
1: Yeah, true. That's so so true.
0: You're representing your state to the world. So I am also one of the diverse people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. And
0: like people within Nepal too, we get to talk to lots of people from different people groups within Nepal who Mm -hmm. speak different languages and people that like you wouldn't know to look for. Definitely, yeah. And we get to talk to them and have, like, really interesting conversations about, like, what they think about their culture and their language and their community.
1: Yeah. It's really awesome. That is so true. That's a really good point.
0: Our job is kind of hard sometimes, but, man, it has major perks. It really does. Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to end this episode being like, just kidding. We're staying here. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> and what are your short-term plans? Well, I'm canceling my flight. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: Okay. Um, now that you feel all relaxed and, like, good, I'm going to hit you with a big one. No, are you ready? I'm, no, I'm not ready.
1: ready? No. <laughs>
0: um, What do you feel you have accomplished overall? The significance of your time overseas. <laughs> you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like this is to me, this feels very similar to the last question of like, how do you boil six years of life down mm-hmm. into yep, something? Yep. You know? It's not like a short That's trip fair. or something. Yeah. Like, ooh. yeah, you go first and then I'll copy you.
0: <laughs> um, I was thinking like the last question for me I was kind of thinking more in terms of like our work. Mm. Um for the accomplishments like what I really came away with was a lot of personal things, mm. I think. Yeah. Um I'm still young, but I was 4 years younger <laughs> when I
1: moved here. Again, how time works. Time. Whoa.
0: Um I had pretty much just graduated university you know. Right, young. you
1: hadn't really lived as like an adult with yeah. a job.
0: And I have changed a lot yeah. in four years.
1: Yeah, And I'm really proud of the work that I have put in. I'm so <laughs> proud of you too. I was looking at a picture of you from when you first came and there was just so much about the picture that kind of indicated who you were then. Yeah. You know, just like what you were wearing and how your hair was done and like the way the way that you were standing mm-hmm. and the look you had on your face, and I was like, wow. She's <laughs> not a completely different person now, but just like you have shaped yourself yeah. into the adult that you want to be. Yeah. You're really cool. Oh, that is nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I have worked through a lot of things. And um I I think for one, I'm a lot more resilient. Mm. Like I thought that I was tough before, but it turns out I was just really emotionally unhealthy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all bottled it all up you inside. Know, if that ever happened to
0: you. <laughs> um, and I also think I am learning to be more of a proponent of myself. Mm, yeah. Like I always really struggled with like, you know, advancing yourself, whatever. Like you want to be humble. Mm-hmm don't think too much of yourself, but really that can boil down into just being selfish too.
1: Right. Yeah. Like
0: I'm a lot more comfortable now with being like, you know what? Like maybe I have actually added to our team and our working environment. Like if I wasn't here, Things could be more difficult. I have helped. (laughs) Yes,
1: that is true. Good job. Way to have self-esteem. I'm proud of you.
0: (laughs) I know. Or just like, you know, I have skills and if I don't serve people with them, then that's me being selfish. That's not yeah, me being humble that's really about like, oh, point. they don't need me. It's like they really need me. That's the thing about working in nonprofits.
1: <laughs> they need you. They really need you. It's so
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, even like like when I went back to like uh, my college town, then someone said later like, you carry yourself so differently mm. than what I remember, like you're yeah. so much more confident. So, Yeah, I am. And I like myself. I'm happy about that. I think that I have a broader view of myself as well.
1: Mm. And I
0: did not realize that my view was narrow. Like, I was really focused on my identity as the girl. Who lives in Nepal.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> but then you moved here and everyone was the girl who lives yeah. in Nepal.
0: <laughs> and I was just like positive that I would be the girl who lives in Nepal. Forever. Mm. And so like even just this like, you know, contemplating the potential moving away from Nepal mm-hmm. and starting in a new field or whatever the heck that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's like trusting in The way that I have developed, like, yeah, trusting that I have skills that are worth pursuing and Mm -hmm. not just that I have to stay in that same identity. Yes.
1: Girl, I'm so proud of you. That makes (laughs) me so happy. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if I can follow that up. (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, you know, more experienced. a little bit tireder um a little bit more muscular <laughs> what else that is true uh, i was looking at pictures of myself from i've been looking at a lot of old pictures lately i guess <laughs> but i came across a picture of myself from 2013 so right before i moved here mm-hmm. and i just had a completely different like physique Mm. But since I've been lifting weights, I'm, like, so happy with how I look. Yeah. I feel like usually you peak when you're, like, in your 20s, but yeah, I feel right? like I look my best right now yeah. that I've ever looked. So. is that exciting? Go me. Heck yes. Yeah, that was kind of accidental. <laughs> I didn't get into weightlifting to, like, look better. Yeah. I just wanted to try a new sport. Yeah, so. yeah. That's kind of a fun accidental accomplishment. Way to go. Yeah. Women
0: start losing their bone mass in their mid 30s. So, this is the important Let's time start to start lifting it. weights. Yeah, girl.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've accomplished a lot with work, mm-hmm. definitely, probably more than I expected to. Like, I have learned a lot about things that are kind of outside of my work realm. Mm. Like, I'm starting to get into training other people, and I've worked as the like contingency person. So, yeah. looking into disaster preparedness and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I think just, like, working with all the colleagues that we have who are so talented and mm-hmm. diverse, I've learned a lot that way um, that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Yeah, learned a yeah. lot. Gotten some cool opportunities to teach and do things outside of just, like, our straight research that we do. Yeah. And I don't know how true this is, but I also like to think that I – have succeeded in kind of communicating Nepal to other people mm-hmm. um you know, maybe not like completely fully or perfectly, but I've really put a lot of effort into sharing my experiences here. I mean, we have a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I send newsletters to friends and supporters and I try on social media as well to kind of show what Nepal is like in the sense of, like, wow, isn't this, you know, beautiful or different Mm -hmm. or interesting. But also to communicate kind of the, like, but also it's normal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, that I really value trying to show how other countries are not, like, as foreign as you think they are. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I hope I've succeeded in that. Yeah. Or at least made people more interested in Nepal. That's a good accomplishment. Like, maybe
0: you don't necessarily think about what a representative of a country you're going to end up being if you choose to live there.
1: Yeah, definitely. You just think, oh, I'm going to live there. Like, what's yeah. my experience going to be there? But also means that everyone who knows you from back home, most of what they know about that country is through your yeah. eyes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, I hope. <laughs> That I was successful. <laughs> Listeners, let us know.
0: <laughs> um, next question. Ooh, I was just recording a video in Nepali <laughs> and in my brain I read, next question, Sai. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh oh. Okay, next question, Ma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, today. <laughs> today I was recording uh, some videos of people speaking in minority languages of mm-hmm. Nepal. And one of the guys, so he's speaking Tamang, but then he was mixing in Nepali, like those kind of. Um, what are those called like particles or whatever Mm -hmm. that just aren't really a full word but it just adds like emphasis or he would say (laughs) and in nepali (laughs) but then he also said a couple english words and i was just like this is my favorite thing ever (laughs) good mix all the languages i love uh, it
0: (laughs) i wish we still had that in english where you could be like you could listen to someone speak and you're like oh french spanish (laughs) german i mean latin
1: (laughs) if you've studied it enough you can do that but
0: like yeah it's just not as marked right because we've
1: We've absorbed it yeah yeah. Yeah. i know i was talking to my friend and i was saying how much um english has borrowed from french like i mean it's been several hundred Mm -hmm. years right but she was like yeah you know I was learning French and I was like, why am I so good at this? Why is this so easy? And I thought I was a genius and then I realized like, oh wait, 30% of my neg- native language is French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, that's probably how that guy felt that I was talking. Yeah. He wasn't thinking, oh, I'm using a Nepali word. Oh, I'm saying maximum, which is an English word. Yeah, like, right. He just was talking and the words came. Yeah, the words came. The words came. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, that was a good detour. I like anyway, that. Anyway, I needed yeah. something light after the last question about True. Maybe we should just have, like,
0: a knock-knock joke or something, <laughs> like, in between, like, feeling heavy. Knock-knock. Who's there? Oh, no.
1: Existential dread. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. I think I'm ready for the next question. Yeah?
0: Okay, next question, Sai. (laughs) If you were to do the whole experience over again, what would you do differently?
1: You know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I am not a person who's prone to regret, Mm -hmm. but I've been regretting some things. (laughs) Well, not really regretting, but just kind of asking myself, like, should I have done that differently? Mm -hmm. Do I have any regrets? And honestly, No. Like, I've made mistakes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I have done things that I am not proud of in the last six years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if I hadn't done those things, then I wouldn't have all the experiences that I have and all the friends that I have and all the memories that I have. And I'm very pleased with all of those things. <laughs> so I would not. No. Good. I wouldn't change
0: anything. I like that answer. How about you? I agree. I think we actually have basically done a podcast episode. Where we said the exact same thing. (laughs) Um, But to put it more succinctly, if you don't want to listen to that whole episode, I, yeah, I agree with that. As I just said, I'm extremely proud of how far that I've come in the last four years. So, like, I think to say, like, oh, I wish that I would have done that differently is, like, actually really cruel to myself. Mm, Because I was doing the best that I could with the information that I had I at see. the time. Yeah. And I built off of that. I think that a better way to look at that probably would be like, if I had more time in Nepal now, what would I do? Okay. How yeah. could I, I so like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would definitely want to have deeper relationships with more people, like plug into more Nepali type of communities. Mm. But, Yeah. And I will do that if I have the chance, but yeah, I think that I worked pretty yeah, hard. Look forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I can recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> general perspective. <laughs> um. The sixth question is, what have you learned from this time overseas that has helped you understand where in life you're heading? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where I'm heading.
1: <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know where I'm heading, but I do know some features Ooh. of my future life. Yes. And one of them is I will always have diverse friends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I kind of... Diverse friends. <laughs> diverse friends. <laughs> We love
0: scuba. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Scuba World.
1: Yes, I will always have people in my life that make fun of how I talk. <laughs> Classic. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think having grown up in a city, I've always had somewhat diverse friends, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But I think now even more, wherever I live, even if it's in the U.S., I will always seek out, like, maybe people who aren't local to that area or people who don't fit in for some reason, you know. Yeah. I think that will kind of be more of like a, in some ways, a safe space for me. Mm-hmm. But also, having lived overseas, I'll have the skills to make them feel comfortable to you, yeah. I think. So Love that. Yeah. How important. I'm pretty important. Too. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it will be of mutual benefit to yeah. me and those people that I haven't met. <laughs> They're like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to feel welcome? They're like, no, go away. <laughs> Stop
0: <laughs> asking me that. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um. I wish that I knew where I was going in life, but... <laughs> um I think that something that I have learned while I've been here is that I can rely on the skills that I've developed mm. while I've been here. Yeah. So I'm not just I'm not just good for academic writing or whatever maybe that I kind of thought was my like skill set. Um I like learned To How to facilitate a good meeting and how to kind of, like, meet people where they are and to come alongside them and make them feel comfortable. Like, that's something that I've learned both with, like, our job. Like, you know, we talk to minority people groups who aren't used to being listened to, right? Mm -hmm. Or people who, like... I've trained and who aren't usually told that they're allowed to take time out of their day to care for their body, like mm, things like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those are skills that I didn't know that I should strengthen when I moved right. here.
1: Right. Yeah, and it, it's so encouraging to think of those things because, especially if you're thinking about changing careers, it can mm-hmm. be daunting to feel like, oh my god, I'm starting at ground zero. You know. Right. But you're totally not. You have tons yeah. of skills that go. Across to other yeah. fields and are useful in any aspect of mm-hmm. your life. Right?
0: And I think it's encouraging, too, just to know that I have developed skills these years. Mm. I have more skills. I am not even 30 years old. Yeah, girl. I have so much more to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good thing. A very good thing. Yes, it is. So our last few questions are appropriately more aimed towards actual transitioning to life in america so
1: we've been kind of looking back
0: yeah what did we do Mm -hmm. what didn't we do yeah what did we learn and now we're planning for the future
1: that sounds scary but exciting
0: yeah finally planning
1: okay um let's talk about rest Okay.
0: Do you have, do you feel like you need rest?
1: Do you feel like you need rest? <laughs> do I? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> if you had said no, I would have like turned off the podcast. <laughs> like started shaking you like an airplane that scene where they really hit yes. the lady. Yeah.
0: yeah, I need that yeah. right now. That too would be rest. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where, like, I feel pretty good. Like, I you, I think we're both kind of there. Like, you can push yourself through mm-hmm. a lot.
1: Yeah. And you
0: just kind of, like, keep going because you're like, what the heck else am I supposed to do? Right. I have a deadline. Like, I'm going to get on a plane. I have to do stuff. Yeah. But then sometimes you just kind of, like are just like sitting there suddenly and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> like I I had to record, I already said this, but I had to record a video in Nepali today. Mm. That's hard to do. Like I can speak Nepali conversationally easily, but recording a video talking about my findings in this language, <laughs> I'm sending this video to the language community right. because I can't go there because of COVID. Anyway, so I recorded this video and because I recorded the video and I had to go back and edit it, I got to watch myself just like, (laughs) like mess up on something and then just like stop and like stare for like 15 seconds. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? What's happening? I don't remember that.
1: (laughs) You just like shut down for a minute. like. Oh, boy. Harrowing. Well, I'm glad you're getting a rest because yeah. I think you really need it and deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Soon. Yeah. Soon. I'm going to sit by the fires that you're going to make. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm, I'm going eat- to read 15 books in I'm two weeks. Eat marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, I, when I went to the States last year mm-hmm. for like sabbatical or whatever, I really needed a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came back, I still needed a rest. <laughs> I yeah. didn't get very much rest, but having lockdown this year was actually like really like physically restful for mm-hmm. me, I think. So now I'm more at a point where I feel tired, but it's not because I'm actually tired. Mm-hmm. It's because I need to do something different yeah you know what's that is it from Downton Abbey where she says yeah sometimes a change is as good as a rest so true that is exactly where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. so even though I don't really want to change I know I need it yeah yeah shake things up a little bit exactly good for us yeah yeah (sighs) I bet a lot of you guys need rest too yeah if you need (laughs) rest try to take it yeah see what you can do To Milano, your your life. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Figure Figure out out. a way. Okay. The last question, maybe the hardest.
0: (laughs) 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 What are your short term plans for
1: going back as you face the next step? Well, because of COVID Mm -hmm. and this worldwide pandemic, Mm I'm trying to hold my plans very loosely so yeah. that I don't get too disappointed. That's another good skill. Yes. My only solid plan that I'm really counting on is I want to watch Eurovision <laughs> 2021 <laughs> in Europe. When is it? Uh, actually, I don't know if it'll happen. It's end of May. <laughs> oh, that's soon. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I made that plan back in October, no September, mm-hmm. that sounded very doable, but... Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, Um, I mean, I'm still doing my same job. I'm just doing it remotely. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, I do have plans to keep working. Yeah. And I'm really going to try to connect and build some kind of community in L.A. And even though, I mean, it's going to be hard and weird and different. Yeah. But I'm not going to let that stop me. oh. No. So
0: I think, you know, how important that is to you. Like it really, we've talked a lot about, yeah, this year and like being like, I need a lot of friends. Yeah.
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah. I was talking with my friend the other day about this actually, because like most of my close friends stayed here Mm -hmm. in like during COVID and I was really lucky in that sense, but I still felt like something was missing and something Mm -hmm. was a bit empty and she was like, Yeah, I was just reading this article about how important acquaintances are. Mm. And that you need that like mid level relationship too. Not like <laughs> just close friends isn't actually enough. Yeah. And that was, I was just like, Oh, of course. That's why this year was so hard for me. I yeah. didn't have any acquaintances. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like no one to really build on your knowledge. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, we're just kind of
1: confirming your knowledge. <laughs> like, Well, we know each other too well. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we got.
0: <laughs> it's fun to meet new people too. It's really fun. Yeah. That's one of the our favorite parts about living here is Absolutely. like new friends. Yeah. So
1: I'm going to try to do that and I don't yeah. know what it will look like, but I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Yay for acquaintances. Hooray. You'll never become close friends. <laughs> I'm holding you at arms like. Uh, what are your short range plans?
0: Yeah. So officially uh, when we leave, then I will not be doing our type of work anymore. They'll be the little like loose ends that I need to clear up and stuff. But. I will be on holiday. Woohoo. So that'll be for the first few weeks. Um, I get to reconnect with our organization stateside, spend a lot of time with my family. I'm giving myself basically like six months because, you know, I really want to know what's next, but I can't make any plans. I keep trying and then it doesn't ever work. And, um, so I'm kind of giving myself something like six months to just like figure out. What is my home country? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is my home state like?
1: Do I like living there? Let's see. Six months. That's right when culture shock's at its worst. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah. <laughs> so just give myself a little bit of time to go through some of the misery. Yeah. And figure out kind of what's happening. And then... I will make decisions. That's really cool that you
1: have the like luxury to do I that. No,
0: It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So I w- want to travel a little bit yeah. in the states. Yeah. Do that safely. Yeah. Um while I still still don't have any attachments or possessions or
1: rent or yeah. car or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I like you. I'm holding my plans loosely. Yeah.
1: Well, good luck with that. I hope you get everything you need, even if it's not what you think you need. Yeah.
0: Uh, Just imagine, you guys, all of us in six months from now.
1: Who will be? (laughs) Who will we be? What will we know? Yeah. The world will be a different place.
0: Yeah. That's exciting. Like, even if we're in for a hard year. Mm Mm-hmm. 2020 taught me a lot. Yeah. And I know you guys might not like hearing this, but I (laughs) like who I am because of 2020. Mm. So I'm excited for more growth in 2021. Let's see what
1: happens. Get even better. Yeah. Yes. I'll be so cool. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to like just shoot way beyond the rest of us. Like, oh, my gosh. White is like a thousand times cooler than me now. She won't even want to be my friend anymore. I might burn out and just be laying in a hospital bed. Somewhere. Crash and burn. I don't know. <laughs> One of the 2 he She'll either be the best human that's ever existed or dead. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Good goals for you. Want to lay down bets? <laughs> What's the over under? <laughs> oh my. Well, I think that, I don't know, gives me a lot to continue thinking about. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Planes are a good place to do that. I'm going to sit on the plane and look pensively out the window. Do I get the window seat? I feel like the (laughs) plane will be fairly empty
0: when we leave. We all get window seats. Yeah. (laughs) Do we got anything else for our listeners? I don't think so. Not today, okay. I think
1: that was quite enough for them to absorb. <laughs> Are you overwhelmed and crying? Yes. Please don't cry. Oh no! If our podcast makes someone cry, I will cry. No, actually, I was gonna like say something negative, but I will feel successful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what emotion I'm bringing. It's bringing something that intense. I succeeded. There you go. <laughs> that's intense
0: energy but okay we'll take it
1: well everyone grab your handkerchief because we're gonna end the episode (laughs) um yeah we'll see you guys in america we'll post this episode like when we're in quarantine or whatever Mm -hmm. and then we'll have some more episodes for you guys about our experience of transitioning back to a new-ish culture yeah wow wow, we will stay tuned stay tuned uh, keep listening to us wherever you can find your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram for real-time updates and pictures of Joel Momo. Yeah. <laughs> that will make you very jealous. And you can go to our website. We have a Patreon. And that's it.
0: One last goodbye from Nepali. Okay. Huss. La, la la has la has has, has bye has very beautiful. Ah, ah has has la. What
1: do you mean?
0: Ah, has I tend to like have my craziest emotions on airplanes so
1: yeah something about the elevation yeah. the stress the yeah. exhaustion the listening to the emotional playlist that i created <laughs> just for the plane <laughs> for some reason that all just hits me really hard <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're gonna be
0: disgusting on the plane
1: <laughs> i'm planning to not cry on the plane this time but who knows we'll no see. one
0: plans <laughs> i don't plan <laughs>